success is not always a journey that you can see all the steps to your expected end. It takes walking by faith and not by sight to get there. Listen in to Walk by Faith Podcast with your host, Lady Tiffany Nicole, where you will learn from everyday people like you and me how they used prayer, hard work, integrity, tenacity, and hope to attain a level of success in business. Hello, hello, and welcome to Walk by Faith Podcast. I am your host, Lady Tiffany Nicole. Walk by Faith is where we discuss the inspiration of entrepreneurship and the journey that each successful entrepreneur has gone through with their faith walk. Faith is P, prayer, H, hard work, I, integrity, T, tenacity, and hope. I'm excited to introduce my guest to you today that is joining us here from Atlanta, Georgia. Kingdom strategist, Darashe, Dr. Darashe. The name of her business is the Kingdom Strategist Solutions. She is a business coach, speaker, author, blueprint builder, and spiritual midwife. Dr. Darashe equips mankind globally as the founder of the Kingdom Influences Network in the church TV and radio broadcasts, Divine Order Restoration Ministries, International Kingdom Strategist Solutions, Dorm Publishing, Moment of Influence Magazine, and many, many more. Her influence has led her to be featured on many national and international media, podcasts, TV, radio, magazine, outlets including ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS, USA Today, Business Transcender, and others. Darashe is also helping women break through barriers that have held them from operating in their purpose, proclaiming their God-given promise, and living a prosperous life through the global platform of I Am Hurt International. Please help me welcome Dr. Darashe to Walk by Faith Podcast. Thank you, Queen, for joining us today. Yes, I am so excited to be here, Tiffany. Thanks for inviting me to hang out with you and the Walk by Faith family. Yes, thank you so much. So tell us, I just read this illustrious biography. Tell us in your own words, who is Dr. Darashe? Listen, Dr. Darashe, look, I am that friend who is definitely there to push you into your destiny and the things that God has called forth in your life by bringing you those practical solutions um, that you need to get you to the next step. I help individuals, businesses, and ministries right, with practical solutions so that they can increase their income, their influence, and their impact. Sounds good. So tell us about the journey. Where did you come up with the name Kingdom Strategy Solutions for your business? Yes. So Kingdom Strategy Solution, it birthed from the things, my gifts, my talents, the things and the ways that God is using me to help ministries, 
So let's start. Let me go back for a second. How it started. It started. It birthed out with going inside of ministries and looking at their vision and their operation. Mm. And as I looked at their vision and operations, then I began to align to see how their operation was aligned with their vision. And as we seen where we found there were spaces, but there was a misalignment mm. within it, then we would bring forth our write down and talk about solutions that will be necessary so they can get into the alignment of what it was that they could, they was called to do so that it will decrease stagnation and increase um, themselves within in the growth and development of their ministries. And so I'm being bringing forth these solutions even by utilizing the word of God. So that kingdom portion there is definitely because I always bring solutions based upon biblical principles. That's the foundation. And so that's where those strategies are birthed from when I'm working with all of my clients. I'm also, look, before the face of God so that I get to the, as he give me what my clients sometimes even cannot interpretate themselves, mm-hmm. right? Um, they cannot interpretate themselves. However, I'm able to bridge that gap between um, what God is speaking to them and their and their portion of their understanding so they can get a fuller um, depth of what it is that he's chosen and he's called forth for them to do so that we can move in that direction because you know I want you in alignment with vision and in purpose your 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 ability to prosper even all the way down to your bottom line um, within your your business your ministry your organization um, listen that component is very necessary because that's where you're going to be the most successful so when did you learn that you were a problem solver Ooh. So I learned, my God, I gravitated to solving problems out of my life, my Mm -hmm. childhood, of being in a place of birth in an environment of various forms of chaos and dysfunction. Mm. And so I can remember being a little girl in elementary school, and I told my grandmother, I want to be a computer program analyst technician. When I learned about computers, because I knew that it solved problems, mm. and I had a great problem. <laughs> I had a problem, and I and I did not want to be um, become a part or stay a part of the problem, the systematic problem, you know, that we had, you know, even coming down from generational, you know, curses, and so um, computers interest me in that way. And so once I got into college, eventually got into college and began to um, learn about computers and computer programming to be more specifically, because that's the major of computer programming and database design. And as I began to, you know, learn the language of computers and how it really brings forth business solutions but I always applied them to personal, a personal mm. aspect in our lives. Because if you think about it, our whole life is programmed. Yeah. It's, it's programmed. And so through that, through understanding programs and understanding um, problems, right, or looking at problems, then I was able to bring forth solutions. And so it first started in my own life. Mm. Hey, well, you got it. You're in a broken system. 
So how do you come out of this broken system and no longer be a part of being a part of being poverty um, in a poverty environment or living a life of poverty, a lack, or living in a space um, where um, there's no education, you know, whatsoever. And so things like that, I begin to develop solutions in my own life. And as they help me, right, um, I see that that definitely would help other people um, as well. And just being able to tap into the space of technology mm. when it comes to programming and people giving us business solutions or business problems and being able to develop that solution, whether we're writing a program or we are reorganizing um, their business structures and manners so that it can they can operate more productively. Sounds good, sounds good. So you was living in problems and decided you wanted to solve a problem and was like, I need to figure this out. And computers just so happen to be the way to solve your problems. So what were you doing before full-time entrepreneurship? And how did you birth into full-time entrepreneurship? Oh, I absolutely love that. So before I got into full-time entrepreneurship, I was a number one IT director for a nonprofit organization, and so I uh, being a um, so I was doing that, and then I transitioned over to working for a college. And at the college, I used to do two things. I was a teacher. I, I was okay. an instructor. I became an instructor in a computer information system um, program or division of of the college, and so I was teaching database design and teaching um, bits, business analysts mm -hmm. and solutions, teaching those things um, as well. In addition to, I was an outreach specialist. And in the outreach specialist, I worked for the Institute for Males. And so I was mm -hmm. a lead outreach specialist. And what we did there wow. was we took, it was men who came in with problems. My goodness. And that we would help them build solutions so that they can come out of <laughs> the things that they were dealing with. <laughs> wow. So it sounds like to me that when you were in corporate America, your gift was still being yes. fine-tuned and you were still solving problems. Yes. But as a woman, how did it make the men feel to come to you? Because you know we are in a man's world. Listen, <laughs> they didn't even want to hire me. In the position that I was, they only wanted a, uh, wanted a woman there as the secretary. What? <laughs> as the secretary. And actually, that was the position that I actually interviewed for. <laughs> you interviewed for a secretary. And so that was a position because somebody called me who knew me at the college and said, Listen, we got this program. It got your name on it. You need to be a part. We got this grant. And your your name is written all over it, and so when they when they found out that he didn't hire me as the secretary, her and another person went and advocated on my behalf, and they said you need to have her on this project, and so he put me as one of at that particular time it was just the outreach specialist. This is this is a powerful testimony. So as the outreach specialist. I, I, and he said, well, I only have part-time position for that. Okay, fine. God told me I had a full-time position. So I worked a full-time on a part-time pay for four months. Now, he said they had no money in the budget to hire any more full-time staff. In four months, 
I became lead outreach specialist. They hired four full-time staffs for my for my um, for my division, my department that they just made for me, right? and two part-time staff so that we can do the work. I used to tell them, they was like, you know you're not getting paid for time. I said, yeah, I know, but you can't make this happen without me being, without me being full time because this what this what happened. When I came in the office, that entity was just a piece of paper. Wow. And so we had to bring in for what they wrote in the grant and bring it to life. Wow. And so again, using those strategies to bring forth um, and analyzing what the vision was, what somebody wrote on paper, and now building the structure out is wow. what. And it can be it, and it can be done without me. <laughs> wow! So your gifts literally made room for you and brought you increase on the corporate side, but at the same time, it was training you and preparing you for your overflow as a complete entrepreneur. So tell us about the transition. You know, a lot of people are working for corporate America right now. And we're talking about walking by faith and the inspiration of entrepreneurship. Um, I was often told that the secular prepares you for the sacred. And God, God is always training us and equipping that. us. And through our journey, if we pay attention and just do everything we're supposed to do, it's preparing us and training us for something greater later. So how did you transition? Teach someone the uh, process you went to transition from corporate employer to contractor oh that transition um that particular transition it was something different because after you know when you build something you know that becomes your baby right so the instant for me for me that that particular entity it was my baby because i birthed that and a year god was like and you, it's time for you to go. You have came and did what you needed to do. This structure has been built. The processes and procedures, everything is in place. And so in the next 365 days, you're going to be gone. You're going to have to leave. And at this particular time, this was the first time where my household had was had that level of income. Mm, that part. <laughs> Within our, within our household, and then it's like you know now I got to go tell a husband that I got to leave corporate uh, or what have you. So anyway, we had that conversation, and I had the conversation with my boss, and I just didn't believe that you know I was leaving, but I said I got to go, and then God began to do some things. He reduced the amount of our grants, and so we had to cut back on some things. And then right before it was time for me to leave, God wanted to make sure that I didn't have a heart change. Mm. Right before we got ready to leave, he had to they cut the budget again. And so it was either fire two of my part-time staff or and so that we can meet budget. Or I leave so that they can meet budget. Mm. <laughs> and I I and God know my heart, like, and I was the person to be less impacted because I already, I was already doing business. Oh, like, I already had a business, already had been established in two thousand and four. Now this was around two thousand and eleven, right? So um, my D technology that was already in place, and so it was, and so I was already making income, generating income, and from that piece, but then um. And so I said, I could not 
allow somebody else to lose their impact somebody else's household okay when i know that the means we already have the means in my household mm -hmm. without this right, right. Here whatsoever and so i was like we don't even have to worry about having that conversation with them because you know i'm leaving um and and even with, with the day that i left my supervisor said, i'm gonna leave this job open for you for six months because I knew, I, I know what I know. <laughs> right. He valued what I knew and he knew that if I was there, that that, that he was going to always look good, that he was going to always shine. And so it, the, the transition wasn't so hard from a financial standpoint because that's what a lot of um, entrepreneurship entrepreneurs deal with because they're like, you know, how do I transition over here because of the financial place? But my other business you know, it supported me. It's it support. It, it helped support our household as well. So that person wasn't major, even though I was launching into a new space, because I was launching into the Kingdom Strategies um, solutions, which brought a part of the technology. Which you know, the technology even still today is still my bread and butter. Wow. So. You had to transition to consulting, but there was something you were already doing and preparing mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. And um, since you wouldn't, you know, you was having the conversation, <laughs> God in his infinite wisdom just created an, an issue. An environment. Yes, right, an environment <laughs> for them to be like, darn it, is either let her go, let my people go is what he said. <laughs> my goodness. So you were in corporate. How did you get the information um, to come up with business planning? Um, you know, you're your business plan, the name, um, pricing. There's someone that's listening right now that's wanting to become a contractor for something that they already do for their current company or, or corporate, but they have the means and the gifting to, um, what's the proper word? To uh, resource themselves out mm -hmm. and become um, limitless income and help other corporations instead of just one. Okay. Absolutely. So first of all, every, everything you do, you want to definitely put God first. You want to have that conversation with the Lord, even when it comes down to giving a business name, because it's, you know, it's for me, it's something that's sacred and it's something that I just, you, we just don't do arbitrarily. And of course, it, it has to mean something um, as well. But nevertheless, once you get your name or you gather your name, you got to first do some research on it to make sure it's available. Mm. It makes, it's available and if that name is available then right now now you want to go and register it and once you register with your state you know get your EIN and all of that other stuff and your state registration I want to make sure you go by that domain for it so you can go ahead and get branded and things of that nature if the name is not there then you have to go and do some variations um, of it until you find something that is uh, available. When it came to doing business plan, the business plan and things of that nature, through research, but also, I was also in, in school for uh, my MBA, Master in Business Administration. Okay. You know, um, as well. So um, that's, a, you know, another side that I really, well, I don't really talk about. But <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast in itself. Because truth be told, you know, you didn't finish high school. Um, I think you said you didn't get your GED till you was well in your twenties. Yeah, I was twenty two. Was see, only eighth grade, only wow. eighth grade education, 
and then here now from GED to PhD. Wow. You know, those, those, those type of things that it takes um, tenacity. It does take tenacity. Now, price, let me, because I, I want to skip yes, price. pricing. Because I, I don't want you to underprice yourself. Amen. I, you want to price at your value. You don't want to price at somebody else's pocketbook. <laughs> That's good. Somebody else's pocketbook. You want to price at what your value is. Now, I'm one of those people that always um, seek and consult God. I just have to seek and consult Him for everything. And so, whatever the price point that He gives you, then that's what it is. He's, he's going to give you what your value is. Right. He's going to get you, give you what your your worth is. Right. In that particular product or that particular um, service. The other thing. So for those who just may not, you know, seek the Lord, offer those type of answers. You want to go, what is the price rate in your industry? Yeah. What is your industry price rate? What What does that look like? Um, and compare that and then, you know, and use that as a baseline. Right. For, for your prices as well. But my thing is that's price-based, but I'm talking about value-based. Those are two separate things. Wow. So what are you bringing to the table? What is the value mm -hmm. of your service? Um, another company may, you know, charge a price, but your value could include your customer service. Um, there's a value to the way that you think. Mm -hmm. How you solve problems is completely different than the way another company that does solutions. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, to um, count your gift, mm -hmm. your resources, your um, expertise in the gift. Yeah, that level of expertise, yeah, your, knowledge, of exp your knowledge base. Yes, mm -hmm. all of that is included in your value. And if you're not aware of your value, you could be undercutting yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. If you don't think, I mean, when, and then that comes to a mindset, a mindset that comes to a mindset where you don't um, understand or know, you know, what your, your worth is, what your value is. And listen, you can just be in something or, um, somebody may could have been in be in a field, the same field that you're in. It could be in there for twenty three years, but and you could just this could be just be your first year, right? And you know sometimes we get intimidated, we can you know begin to compare ourselves. But some people just because of the weight of what you carry, mm. it could be just it, it it could be just as much or more valuable than somebody that's been in there twenty three years. Wow. I heard something last weekend. I was honored to be in um, in the presence of Dr. Cindy Trim and Lady Mickey Taylor of Essence Fest, and she said something that um, that just blew my mind. She said that you could be you you could be skilled for something mm -hmm. and not necessarily schooled for it. Most definitely. And there's a way. I'm hearing your your story today and your journey and how life skilled you, how being at the right place at the right time skilled you. And though you may not have had experience, mm -hmm. um, again, GED, you was doing, creating solutions for a company and working at a nonprofit organization, your gift mm -hmm. and situations arose where a gift that was created and placed in you that you was divinely designed to do where it had to operate. Absolutely. I'm going to even give you an example. Even I told you my business, D-Technology, we create corporate um, identities through website design and graphic creation. Even though I went to, I went to school for computer programming and database design, has nothing to do 
with coding website. Wow. It has nothing to do with graphic design. That's a whole different side of technology. However, because my passion for technology, and when I was in the nonprofit, this was really started. I was in a nonprofit, and my website designer, they got fired or something, and that was under my department. Oh, wow. So somebody had to do something about that. You had to create a solution. <laughs> and somebody had to do something about that. And so it pushed me into learning how to code. I mean, I ain't doing it. I ain't talking about drag and drop website. We talking about customized coding wow. is what we're talking about. But what helped me with that was um, because I knew I knew how to code in, you know, like Java. I knew how to code. I know, you know, um, how to code in um, PHP. I'm sorry, not PHP. PHP is a website, but uh, with Oracle and all of those types wow. of things. So learning how to um, cobalt, I know that's old school stuff, but you know, learning how to code and all those things is it kind of helped me, even though the language is different, but the concept is still the same. Right. And so it kind of helped me in learning those particular skill sets, and then it birthed. See, the skill the skill sets for that business was birth wasn't was birthed out something I wasn't schooled in. Wow at all and i tell people all the time even now i was like man if i go and if i go to i need to go back to, i need to go to school just for that because i'm like i'll be greater now i like my work <laughs> <laughs> and and other people like my work because even that business i don't have to advertise that business that business is a hundred percent word of mouth and still to this day it generates the most income out of all my business because i didn't know about it right until you know we were talking over the weekend at the event that you had here in atlanta over the weekend and i was just like what she do what there's just like a limitless possibility but that's also to me everything i hear is is the word of god made flesh to me so that's what mm -hmm. i hear exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask or think there's there's limitless possibilities in us as to what we are able to do if we get out of our own way trust god trust who we are and allow it to work there is there's no limit to what we can do we have he's we are made in his image right mm -hmm. and he spoke things we're in a world that he spoke mm -hmm. that same power is in us so there isn't anything that if we don't tap into him we can't do absolutely i'm sure if i quit being lazy i do a little something but i'm not her <laughs> i call her when i need <laughs> ma'am that gift over there What's the value? Let me pay it because I don't have the time and the patience for that. To me, technology, it just takes a lot. It takes um, a, a different part of your brain, in my opinion, to do all that you do and to do it with joy and peace. I would be like, Lord, I got to do this, do that, do that. You do it so effortlessly. You know, she'd be up, y'all, all types of night working on stuff, making sure stuff work and things of that nature. But when your passion and you really love to do something, it's not work at all. Not at all whatsoever. And you do it it's you do it with ease. It it is with ease. And so you can wake up every day, not ever working a day in your life. Wow. And so I absolutely love that I get the opportunity to wake up every day and bring forth solutions to help somebody life better. Because that's what the solutions are about, mm -hmm. to help somebody bring their life to make their life better. And I get so much joy um, out of it. And I absolutely, I absolutely love it, the lives that I get to touch. Absolutely. Someone is listening right now to the podcast 
and they're like, I need someone to help me with solutions. Whether they're a startup entrepreneur, a corporation, someone that's wanting to scale up mm -hmm. on their business or ministry organization, how can they connect with you? Yes, you can definitely connect with me by going to www.withthestrategist. You can go right there and you will get connected with all of my social media platforms as well as my Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist um, TV show as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So this is one question that we have um, on Walk by Faith podcast. Faith is prayer, hard work, and integrity, tenacity, and hope. Of those five pillars, what would be your, what would you like to say best help you? Prayer. In your walk. Prayer. Prayer. And, and the reason why I choose prayer because um, prayer is the foundation of all the other components mm. that you just mentioned. Without prayer, prayer is what strengthens you. And first of all, prayer, prayer is what strengthens you. Strengthens strengthen you to walk by faith it strengthens you to as you hear the revelation from God because you got to hear what God is saying mm -hmm. and what it is that God wants you to do and then as you're connected in that and you say okay God this is what you want me to do then you choose to live in the characteristics of God right mm -hmm. which is what the integrity yes right and even in um, hard work because you believe and you trust in God and what he said, you're going to put your best foot forward. Because you know, listen, um, that uh, faith without works is dead. Yes. And so you're going to put in the hard work that's necessary so that you can achieve the things that God has called forth in your life. And we know that it is hope mm -hmm. that gives us there. And the A was... And... <laughs> but um, A can definitely be accountability. Yes. Uh, we have to be held accountable, not just, you know, to others, but to ourselves, to the vision. You can't want to, to me, you, you can't want to build something and be lazy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you, listen, if you do not be diligent mm -hmm. and committed and what it is that God has placed forth in your hand, how can it come forth? You got to you 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 got to build what it is that he has commissioned for you to do. And so, without picking up the tools yes. that's necessary, so that you can um, begin to build the structure that he's given unto you, then listen, you're gonna always just have some bricks and sticks and hammers and nails well. laying around, and no structure will ever be formed. Until you take make the decision that I'm going to pick up these tools and begin to build the things that in which I see within my vision and dreams. Absolutely. So give us something to, to leave with. There's a, a an entrepreneur listening. Maybe they are struggling in this moment or in this season of their business, um, trying to transition from corporate to full-time entrepreneurship. Share some wisdom before we leave on today. Ooh, the thing that I would share with you on today is live by faith and not by sight. Don't allow what you have in your hand to limit your, the potential that God has placed on the inside of you. It's something about moving past the threshold 
of what it is that I can see and begin to operate in a in the realm of the spirit by faith that begin to unlock the mysteries and the treasures of God that will cause you to increase beyond your imagination it begin to open up the it will begin to open up the scriptures in your very life where you will begin to see that everything you touch prosper also i want you to think about this you are prospering somebody else's business mm. why not now take the moment take the time to put your hand on that in which god has given unto you and begin to build and don't come off the wall so that your vision can begin to prosper in the land as you help others with the solution that God has given unto you as you solve the very problem that they have. Don't struggle with that. If he said leave, leave. Hmm. If he said leave, leave. And you'll know and he'll give you the timing and you'll know in that perfect moment that the time is absolutely now in the meantime make sure you store up for what's necessary for you to make that move in jesus name wow thank you so much dr derache for being on the platform today and for chatting with us and inspiring other entrepreneurs to walk by faith I want to share with you that faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. That's a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. This has been Walk by Faith Podcast with your girl, your homie, your sister from around the way, your host, Lady Tiffany Nicole. Tune in to um, New Black Wall Street Market Radio every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday. And you can listen to this podcast where all other podcasts are heard. Until next time, continue to walk by faith. Thanks for listening to Walk by Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Lady Tiffany Nicole. Please visit www.ladytiffanynicole.com to connect and be informed on new episodes and more. Until our next episode, continue to walk by faith. Hey, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please go to New Black Wall Street Market Radio website at www.nbwsmradio.com. That's www.nbwsmradio.com. Click on the blog tab and leave your comments. Tell us what you thought about the show. Once again, that's www.nbwsmradio.com.